What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be discussing the ongoing situation with Grace Community Church and former elder Han Show. So we're going to be talking about that. Uh, this is an old story. Uh, and Julie Roy supposedly discovered this story a year ago when she wrote about this story. But at the time, and this was the conclusion at the time, was there wasn't enough evidence to say that Grace Community Church acted unbiblically based on the information that they had. However, new stuff has come up, but how much of it is new? So we're going to get into this whole situation. But first, I want to let you know about uh, how you can support Evangelical Dark Web. Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry. Uh, we have a newsletter that goes out pretty much every day. You can sign up for that in the description below. Otherwise, uh, we have a Patreon-like system that you can support this ministry uh, at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join. So I have a couple articles that we're going to be running through to help us out with this story. Uh, the first one is that the article that I wrote on Saturday, Grace Community Church dismisses Christianity Today's accusations. I didn't do a uh, episode on this one. So I, I want to start out here because of the timeline of events. I'm going to run through these events real quickly so that we have an understanding of what we're talking about and what information was known and when. So 1982, David and Eileen are married. Uh, excuse me, my throat is a little uh, tight right now. 1994 to 1998, the couple adopts three children. 1998, David begins displaying abusive behavior in his discipline of the children. 1998 to 2001, David continues abusive treatment of children, including not being appropriately dressed when around the kids, walking around in his underwear. June 2020. Or 2001, children reportedly tell Eileen that they think David was trying to kill them due to one particularly abusive instance of discipline. That's in quotes. Eileen files a restraining order against David. Church members house her and the kids until the order takes effect and they re can return home without David there. So important to note that the church... Helped out Eileen and her children. 
uh, with housing and otherwise what looks like protection against David. It's just something to point out. September 2021, or 2001, Eileen and David begin marital counseling at the church with Elder Carrie Hardy. These sessions were taped. With the exact context of statements made during the sessions being disputed in statements from Eileen Gray and Carrie, Carrie Hardy. November 2001, Eileen requests to be removed from churches, the church's membership. The church denies this request in accordance with their bylaws, reporting that they believe they are dealing with a mer- with a marital reconciliation issue that is within disciplinary purview of the church. April 2002, the church continues to insist that Eileen reconcile with David, revealing their belief that there is no longer any biblical reason Eileen should continue to refuse reconciliation. May 2002, believing that they are dealing with Eileen's unsubstantiated refusal to reconcile, Pastor MacArthur brings the issue before the church in a communion service. So this is where the uh, vi- the one viral video, I believe, uh, is depicting. August 2002, the church elders reiterate their beliefs their belief that it is Eileen who is refusing a proper reconciliation and concludes that Eileen has no desire to reconcile the marriage. Uh, September 2002, the family court grants Eileen sole custody of the children and a legal separation, and she moves north with the kids to be closer to family who were helping care for them as uh, as she fought cancer. David is still granted monitored visitation with Eileen, still wanted the kids to see their father, and in fact wanted them to have more time with him. So that's odd, given what's about to transpire. February 2003, the children begin counseling with psycho- psychologist Melinda Adams. February through May 2003, the children begin to demonstrate negative reactions to David during visitations and reportedly begin describing to Aileen Aileen, uh, instances of David sexually abusing them. Aileen reports thinking that they were mistaken at first, but upon believing them, she ceases David's visitations. So, again, Aileen finds out about any accusations of child molestation after the church has already disciplined her and kicked her out. That That's the official timeline of what's going on here. Late 2003, Eileen reports the children's accusations to the police. She reportedly tells police that she recalls smelling semen on the children in 2001, but upon examination found nothing. There is no evidence that this was reported to anyone when it happened. February 2004, detectives arrest David Gray on suspicion suspicion of 10 felonies, including sexual abuse charges. June 2005, David Gray is convicted on 6 out of 10 counts and sentenced to multiple prison terms, resulting in his incarceration for 21 years to life in prison. Gray has pleaded non, non guilty, not guilty, insisting that Eileen 
had been more interested in building a case against him rather than reconciling. He testified that prior to December 2002, the kids reacted positively to him during visits, but that this changed in the following months. He denied all allegations of sexual abuse, insisting that Eileen planted these events in the minds of the kids to drive David out of their lives. November 2006, David Gray's appeal is denied. The appeal alleged that the court failed to provide a fair trial by not se severing the abuse allegations, which had admission, admission evidence from the sexual abuse allegations, which were entirely based on, on the children's statements. But the court found that connecting them was proper. And just to explain that, it sounds like David Gray admitted to these charges and one of them handled in trial separately from the charges that he was disputing. Uh, believing that what he is confessing to or believing that lumping them all in would be unfairly prejudicial against him in keyword being unfairly. Um, Gray's attorneys also argued that it was wrong to admit as evidence an unsubstantiated allegation against Gray of sexual contact from 22 years prior to the trial. So presumably before the kids were born. And that does sound unfairly prejudicial. Uh, in And this is our last event. March 2022, David Gray reportedly denied parole for another 10 years, with the parole board reportedly describing Gray as a sadistic predator who weaponizes weaponized religion. Roy celebrates the decision. That's a reference to Julie Roy's. So that was in the article that I wrote on uh, Saturday. And what's new? So what is new to the timeline of events? And the answer is absolutely nothing. The only thing that's actually new here is that Han Show, a former pastor elder at Grace Community Church, has gone to Christianity today or compromise today, as we call them, uh, and basically tells them that he read the Julie Roy's article did his own investigation, and we're not entirely sure what that investigation looked like, and believes the conclusions of Julie Roy's and wrote a 20-page memo about this investigation that he did. However, uh, we don't know what's in that memo. He has not published that memo. So, I'm going to move on to the next article that I wrote. And that's the article that goes with this video. Uh, what to make of Han Show versus Grace Community Church. So the long wait. And that's where I want to first focus on. According to Christianity Today or Compromise Today as we like to call them. Han Show performed an investigation to, into GCC's handling of Eileen and David Gray. And wrote a 20 page memo about how GCC mishandled the case. The article title of uh, Christianity Today was about uh, Grace Community Church refusing to do justice with victims. So that's that's the narrative that Han Show is running with. And we're going to talk about that. And again, I want to be, uh, maybe I should have led with this, but I am not a John MacArthur fanboy. I, I, I can 
probably count on one hand how many sermons of his I've actually listened to. And I, you know, I, I'm just not a fanboy. I've said this before that uh, my theological upbringing was not dependent on any individual theological teacher. Uh, so I'm not like into the big mega church scene. I'm not into following celebrity preachers. I've never, I never have been, and I probably never will be. I just want to be clear. So John MacArthur, I have no emotional connection to, uh, and I'm not afraid to call him out when I think he's wrong. And I have done that in the past. I just want to be clear about where I stand on the people that I'm talking about. Julie Royce is a hack. She's a liberal grooming hack. And I've talked about that before as well. Uh, just want to be clear about where I am on the record. Uh, and uh, Compromise Today is a liberal apostate outlet that should not be trusted. So Han Show, uh, so the memo was not well received by the GCC elders and Cho claims that they pressured him to resign. Han Show resigned from being an elder at Grace Community Church on April 4th, 2022, and his public statement gave no indication that his reasons for eventually whistleblowing were the reasons for resigning. So in his public statements, did Han Show bear false witness as the reasons of his a departure from Grace Community Church? That's a good question because the Christianity Today article treats it entirely as he resigned for these reasons. But his public statement at the time was a different tune. And it's also worth noting, April 2022 was 10 months ago. 10 months later, Christianity Today or Compromise Today published his accusations. However, they would also they would not also publish the 20-page memo that Han Sho wrote. That memo remains unpublished, it is still private, which undermines Han Sho's commitment to whistleblowing. If you were committed to whistleblowing, why isn't that memo published? And there is one reason that this is this could be the case, and that is he is using the unpublished memo as leverage to get GCC to take what he deems is appropriate action. That is the reason I can think of for why he's not publishing the memo. He's trying to use it as a bargaining chip. Or, in other words, le another way of saying leverage uh, for GCC. Or, maybe as a sudden, he draws a firm limit on what should be aired out in public versus what should remain in the church, which is a very odd limit for him to suddenly draw since he's already gone outside the church to Christianity today. Um, and again, uh, this action, based on Han Sho's insistence, should not have waited 10 months. Conveniently, around the time of the upcoming Shepherds Conference, which has been utilized by liberal blogger Julie Roy's at multiple times in the past to drum up public, you know, defamation for, in her case, against John MacArthur ahead of the Shepherds Conference, ShepCon, uh, which Han Show has spoken at in the past. 
if Hancho's accusations are, are true, which I'm not saying they aren't, there's a possibility that they're true, they were not worth waiting 10 months to go public. So let's talk about Grace Community Church for a second. Grace Community Church, are they involved in some sort of cover-up? Um, one of the things that it's important to note is that Han Shou performed his own investigation. He did not investigate uh, under an official capacity of the elders at Grace Community Church. He investigated on his own. We don't know how far he went into uh, finding witnesses, making sure he interviewed both sides um, and first-hand primary sources. Presumably, he probably did not have access to the recorded uh, sessions during this investigation because it was not done in an official capacity. So, like I said, the uh, marital counseling sessions between David and Eileen Gray were recorded. He probably did not have access to those since it was not an official investigation asked for by the church. So that's a in very important distinction here. Uh, Grace Community Church responded last week, and this is their response, Grace Church's elders do not publicly discuss details arising from counseling and discipline cases, especially on social media, nor do we litigate disputes about such matters in online forums. Grace Church deals with accusations personally and privately in accordance with biblical principles. We do not respond to attacks, lies, misrepresentations, and anonymous accusations. Our church's history and congregation are the testimony. Myriads of Grace Church members have or who have sought counsel at our church will testify that the counsel they receive is biblical, charitable, supportive, and liberating. The statement by Grace Community Church leaves much to be desired. The fact that former elders made charges against GCC merited more of a response than what Julie Royce has done. Han Show is not a Julie Royce. He should not be treated as a Julie Royce. Based on the fact that alone he was a former elder of Grace Community Church and an elder for about eight years. And uh, compounding the meaningful lack of response was... GCC scrubbing Han Show from their website. And this is the shady part. This is the shady part. Uh, they they scrubbed their website of Han Show. And even his sermons. Perhaps GCC felt betrayed by Show, but scrubbing otherwise biblical content from their ministry is not a good look. Their reticence to give a ready defense for charges smells like a cover-up to many people, including myself. And the fact that they're, again, covering up or scrubbing their website of connection to Han show could be a sign of hurt. But it also is a sign of they're trying to disconnect them entirely as a cover-up. So what are we to think of all this? And I have a couple conclusions or several conclusions I want to share. 
The Christianity Today article introduces Han Shou as an authority figure to appeal to in the ongoing accusations against Grace Community Church. However, appeals to authority have their limitations, as the rest of the elders are on the opposite side of Shou. Until we find out otherwise, there's no reason to assume that any of the other elders at Grace Community Church agree with Han Shou. So the appeal to authority fallacy is in effect here. Now, it doesn't mean that Han Shou is wrong. But we can't just, we can't draw a straight line from Han Show agrees with Julie Royce to it definitely happened. That's illogical. We still have no reasons to conclude that GCC acted wrongly in their counseling and church discipline based on the information GCC knew at the time. Uh, just like we had to judge in criminal court, uh, so too we have to judge in you know, ecclesiastical matters that how Grace Community Church acted with the information that they had at the time. It wasn't until after the discipline and the excommunication took place that Eileen Gray knew about the sexual abuse allegations. So she was excommunicated without even knowledge of that. We can also suspect that GCC disagrees with David Gray's conviction of child molestation, which the finite details of the case warrant some level of suspicion. If GCC is right that he was wrongly convicted, then the case against them would fall apart. If they are misguided in their insistence of Gray's innocence, something Gray has maintained, it is still difficult to compel a church to adhere to the findings of a secular court. And I write that as a blanket for all. For all cases. And because, yeah, I don't want to use unequal weights and measures that this case needs to be, we need to accept the findings of this case, but not the findings of a different case. I'm just saying as a blanket, uh, it's difficult to make a make this a sin issue. Ultimately, Han Shou has charged GCC to do justice with Eileen Gray, who is excommunicated using Matthew 18 on the basis of unsubstantiated refusal to reconcile her marriage. If Eileen Gray never confided anything that David Gray would eventually be charged with and refused to cooperate with the church, what exactly is the pathway to reconciliation? She bears the responsibility of the sin that she committed. And it was her sin that she was ultimately excommunicated. Ultimately, it is naive to think that this issue is not a proxy for a larger attack on biblical counseling and church discipline in general. We would be wise to avoid these conclusions regardless of what transpires with GCC. And... My last statement is this. The whole situation has a lot of smoke, but little fire to be found. Maybe it's there. I'm not dismissing that it would not be there. Maybe it is. But until then, I'm going to, and I suggest we all, continue to reserve final judgment on the situation. Again, what... Christianity Today added to this ongoing story was that Han Shou agrees with the accusations.
Han's show does lend credibility to these accusations. However, he also undermines his credibility by going to Christianity or compromise today. He undermines his uh, authority on this matter by appealing to Me Too liberals in the church. These things undermine his credibility. So, with that said, I'm going to leave off there. And I think, I would also add, just to be fair, that I think the scrubbing of the website by Grace Community Church undermines their credibility. I think they should give a ready defense against the charges that have been levied against them. Something a little bit more substantive than what they've done thus far. Uh, They could just rewrite reword what I just said in my conclusion section. Uh, But obviously, you know, their own testimony. And that would be sufficient enough of a response. It might not be correct, but it would at least deter some amount of suspicion. So, again, we're going to reserve judgment until we know more about the situation. Because what transpired recently did not add any new evidence, new events to the timeline of events. Uh, that's all I got to say about that for now. My name is Ray. This is the Evangelical Dark Web. If you like this kind of content, subscribe to the channel if you are new. Otherwise, have a blessed day, and we will catch you on the next one.